You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the Voice of Reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. If you are like me, Full transparency here, folks. If you're like me, then you've probably had a history of ups and downs with workout regimens and diets and all of that, right? And if you're like me, you probably realize it doesn't work and that there's a better way of going about this. There's a different way of going about this. And that's why. I'm super excited to introduce you to my guest today, Chad Austin, who is helping people do things different, do things better. So we're going to be talking about a better mindset for health. This is really long-term implications of this and changing your mindset versus changing just what diet you're on or exercise regimen you're on is really the way to go. And I'm super excited to have you on the show today. Chad, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. So prior to the show, we were talking a little bit. You've got a you got a background in teaching. You've been a personal trainer for the last 15 years. Tell us a little bit more about your mission and, and what you're here to do for the people that you serve. Uh, well, I've been a trainer up here in the Kansas City area for about 15 years now. And I think as I've evolved as a personal trainer, uh, I've shaped my message into helping people get long-term success. And I've realized that uh, really the true purpose of a fitness professional should be that. But when most people come to a personal trainer, when they hire a personal trainer, they're coming to us fueled by short-term motivation, right? There's something coming up that they want to get fast results for. And uh, that has kind of got us all into this pattern of the up and down roller coaster where we get great results, but it's not long term. It doesn't, it's not consistent. It doesn't stay with us very long because we don't have a plan that's going to stick with us very long. It really fits in our life. And so helping people kind of change their mindset and their approach to fitness. So it's something that they can keep doing. And it's more of a behavioral change that fits in your life. So you can get long term success. That's really what my mission, what makes fitness the priority what it means to me yeah this is um this is something that i that i see why one i've seen it so long in my in myself right that i i've committed to just again for myself to not make any changes in my life health food diet relationship otherwise unless you know business unless it's sustainable right Mm -hmm. um because to me there's nothing more important than that sustainability piece piece because as you're going through life, who wants to stop and think about what you're doing next? Right. Yeah. And, and I think that's where the, um, where the challenge for a lot of people, you know, people are busy nowadays, uh, you know, trying to find time to work out. we got this whole pandemic thing going on. Uh, how do you go to the gym? All of that going on to whereas if you can just change your mindset, um, and, and make it part of your regimen. It seems to be a lot easier. So, what 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 are some of the big things that you you notice that people are resistant to making this shift? What are some of the the let's call what they're what they are? What what are some of the excuses that they make for not wanting to develop this mindset? Uh, really, the 
the way my first book came around, it's called that how to win the fight against your excuses. And so uh, the way it came around is um, I just realized that everybody, we all have these obstacles and challenges that we face every day that become excuses. And so the reasons why we're so busy with our lives, or maybe it'd be that uh, we all have different obstacles that we can use, right? Maybe we have busy jobs. Maybe we have to travel for work. We have Maybe we have uh, kids at home or multiple kids that have their own activities going on every other night of the week, and we have to be there to support them. We want to be there to support them. Uh, we have so many things that can get in the way. And what we do is we put fitness off until later. And so we're always finding more and more reasons to put fitness off until later. And the problem we find out with that way of thinking is that all the obstacles and challenges that we use to put fitness off until later, like I'm, I'm too busy now, I'll get to it later. Those obstacles aren't going anywhere. They're always going to be there. Like we're never going to run out of excuses that we can use to skip our workout or to validate going to the drive. But the problem that, that people don't see, it's so like when I speak to a group of people, my goal as a speaker is not to convince people that eating right and exercise is important. Because I've been doing this long enough, I know that people see the value in that, they know that. Uh, but what I have to convince people and help them kind of realize, have a realization about, is that even though you're busy and you have all these challenges and things in your way, you can still make fitness a part of your life now, just like you do with your family, your career, your faith, everything else that's a priority in your life. And if you do that with fitness, your overall quality of life and everything else in your life is going to get better. And so that's, that's kind of my mission is to help people realize that even though they're busy and they're, and they're using all these excuses and obstacles that they have as excuses, that if they don't let those things get in their way and realize that they have to find a way to do it now, that their life will get better. And so that's, I think that realization is really the, the key to overcoming those excuses, just making the realization that there's always going to be an excuse you can find if you want. <laughs> you know, um, especially if you're in business, especially if you're trying to figure out how you're going to be working from home, homeschooling your kids, right? The, the excuses just got bigger, right? With yeah. this whole COVID thing or whatever the next emergency is, right? It just seems to compile on it. So what are some things that people can be doing in, in looking at, okay, I've tried this diet. I've tried this exercise routine how do you guide people into recognizing that this over here, that's just another fad or this over here is, is gonna, good for you. I'm glad you're making that step, but it's not sustainable. Yeah. How, how do you, how do you get, how do you show them the, the other side of that mindset piece? Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, there's so many, um, new fad diets and weight loss scams and fast result programs out there all the time um, that, uh, I mean, they're preying on our deep desire to look and feel better, basically. And so I mean, what I, I help people, I feel like there's so many programs out there that can be, that can be good programs, but it may not necessarily be the best fit for you. And so there's, there's two big flaws that I have people kind of look out for when they're looking for their next program. Uh, so the, and the, the first one is, is, if it's the same program for everybody. And so if it's a program that it doesn't matter what shape you're in, it doesn't matter what your schedule is like, it doesn't matter what you've been doing lately for exercise. If every pro, if, the, if it's a 12 week program, a six week program, whatever the program is you want you're interested in, if it's the same for everybody, then you're setting yourself up for long-term failure because the, the fitness is not one size fits all. 
that's a big thing that you have to learn right away when you're a trainer that everybody's workouts are different. And so, uh, so there's, there's that you want to make sure that the goal, if the goal is just to get you as much results as possible in the six weeks or whatever, or 12 weeks, however long the program is, and they work you as hard as possible in those times, then you know, on the last day when the first day is. And so it, it'd be, it begins with an end in mind. And so that, that's the other flaw is if it begins on with the end in mind, um, and which most programs do, I mean, you start something for six weeks, 12 weeks, however, 30 days, however long the program is. And so the, but if you, you have to, at some point, you have to take the time to ask what's next. So if you don't take the time to ask what's next, then what's next is going to be nothing. <laughs> is that, I've done that. I've done that several times and I, and I've, I've, I've done it. I've seen so many people do it. And when you work so hard for a certain amount of time, I mean, you dirt, you deserve a break. And so no one can work as hard as they can forever. Even professional athletes, you know, they have different seasons. And so it changes, but the difference is they already, they always know what's coming next. And so if you don't take the time to ask yourself, what's working, what's coming next, even if it's not going to be as hard, it's not going to, what's next is going to be nothing. And so you have to take the time to ask what's next. And, you, and the program has to fit your life. It has to be something that's cut, that's customized to you. And it's not one size fits all. This is perfect, folks. If you're paying attention, Chad just pulled the curtain back on the industry. We're, we're going to dive into this a little bit further on the backside of the break here. But Chad, before we go on the break, where can people find more information about you? Uh, make fitness a priority is kind of my fitness theme for everything. And that's where you can find me everywhere. Makefitnessapriority.com. You can find me at Make Fitness a Priority on Facebook and on Instagram. Fantastic. And folks, I've been there. I've been to the site. I've checked it out. One of the things that impresses me most about what Chad has to offer is he's got an online accountability program. Take a look. This is, this is brilliant, Chad. This is absolutely fantastic. I look forward to diving into this further. Folks, stay with us. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My guest today is Chad Austin. And before the break, Chad had kind of pulled the curtain back behind the, the fitness and diet industry and we were talking about the idea that there's these things, these programs, these diets, these workout exercises that have an end in sight, right? But what we're talking about here is a mindset change, a behavior change, sustainability. Because like Chad was talking about, if the program has an end in sight, you're going to get fat again, <laughs> right? That's what it's designed to do. That's what the industry wants you to do because they want you to buy more, more stuff. It's the only way they keep their businesses going and they, they prey on that. They know that it's part of the human psychology, but true change comes from solutions that are sustainable. So let's, 
let's talk about that, Chad. Let's this. Um, what what does that look like? Okay, I'm a I'm a, a, a dad that, that's got kids in school and I've got a, a job and I'm, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to start my own, my own side gig. How do I fit working out into that? Well, it's what you just said is a key part. Uh, how do I fit working out into that? Uh, that's one thing you always have to look, look at is how does fitness fit in my life? So I think, I think one thing that, um, a path we always get stuck on. And most people lose weight, put it back on two or three times over the course of the year. And I think a lot of times that it happens because there's just, they're trying to fit something in their life that doesn't really necessarily fit right. And so as life changes and as we get busier, like I know when I was a, a trainer, I had way more time to work out. And so I probably, so probably 10 years ago, I averaged five days a week at the gym, at least for an hour and a half, two hours. I was a gym rat. And so I was there a lot, but now that would not fit in my life. And so now I am a studio owner. I'm a, I'm an aspiring speaker. I have three books. And so I'm trying to, I'm trying to be an author too. And so I do a lot more. And so, and I'm, I have a, a minute relationship. I have a girlfriend that, that I'm serious with. And so it, 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 everything takes up more of my time than what it used to. And so it's all good thing. But what, what's, the problem is that we still try to fit what we did in our life when we were back in the most, the best shape of our life. And it's almost like we set the bar there. And so if we do less than that, we feel like we're not doing ourselves a good enough service. Like we're like, we're ashamed of doing less. And so a lot of times when we say hey, like, we don't have time, what that means is I don't have time to work out like I used to. And so, and, and if you, but it doesn't fit in your life anymore. What I do for fitness now, I'm a, I'm a fit person and I work out four or five days a week, but my workouts are 30 minutes to an hour. They're not like they used to be, but now this is what fits best in my life. And I can make, I maintain it and keep being consistent. It doesn't mean that fitness is less of a priority to me. It just means that fitness fits is, this is what fits in my life right now. And I'll tell you, if you try to do, if you try to work out harder, if you, if you're, if you don't do something that fits in your life, if you try to force something to fit, then what's going to be the result of that is the other priorities in your life is going to suffer and you're going to fit and you're going to be unbalanced. And so if you try to force something in your life for fitness that doesn't necessarily fit, then the other aspects of your life, your relationships, your family, your job, those kind of things will suffer because you're taking away needed time from those. And so that's the important thing is that is what you said there at the beginning, that's a phrase I use all the time is do is what you're doing for fitness does it fit in your life? And so that's a question that everyone has to ask themselves because as 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 our we always have obstacles and challenges that we can use as excuses to put fitness off until later. And but the what's gonna change is uh if we want to stay balanced with our fitness, our health, our, our career, our family, then things that are the time commitment for each one is going to fluctuate just a little bit. But you just what's important is that you keep them all in priority in your life. But if what you're doing doesn't fit and you're trying to force it in there, then just, it's not going to be a long term success. Yeah, it's, um, you know, part of it, it's like I like how you compared it at the very beginning of this, call, this uh, chat that, you know, it's like it's if going to church is important, you know, working out should be important. If spending time with your family is important, you know, you have to make it a priority. And, you know, is a half an hour, you know, a day or 15 minutes a day, wherever it fits your schedule and your routine is, you know, making that a priority, setting aside and, and, and realizing that nobody's going to do it for you, mm -hmm. you know, and, 
um, it's too easy to fall into that excuse path of not doing the right thing, not choosing yourself, not choosing your own your own health, um, and, and not making it a priority. And, and ultimately, I like like I like how you highlight the fact that you know ultimately at the end of the day, that really doesn't hurt anybody else but you. And then of course any any other relationships that you're attached to that that it may have direct impact on those on, uh, as well. But really, at the end of the day, it really it's up to you as the individual. What does that look like? But knowing that in making that commitment, mm-hmm. it has an impact on every other area of your life. I absolutely love this. Um, so I know excuses are are are, are the big the big pushback, right? I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. But I, you talked on a little bit more about, um, I want to explore this a little bit more because you would hit on the point of the fact that not every workout needs to be the same. It isn't the same for everybody. Um, but when we watch the news, when we watch TV, when we watch an advertisement, everything is geared towards we all should look like this or we should all eat like that. Or, you know, the shaming that comes from society in general, from people that don't look a particular way. Do you work with your clients in overcoming that, that, that those challenges as well, because the excuses are easy, but how do you counter the programming that the industry, society, Facebook, friends, family, how do you counter that to reach that sustainable modality yeah that's that's a hard thing that uh i'll be honest it, it's something i still have to practice every day i mean that you want to ruin something great compared to something else right that's the biggest the biggest and we're always happy with what we have until we start to compare it to somebody else and then we can find flaws in it and so that that's one thing about fitness is that it, it's not i have a a hoodie I wrote about it in uh, one of my my last book. I have a, a favorite hoodie that my girlfriend hates and has tried to get rid of many, many times. Uh, but it's just a great hoodie, and it says um, that fitness is not about being better than other people. It's about better being better than you used to be. But uh, the second better is actually misspelled on the sweatshirt and has three T's in the word better. And so, but that's, that's one of the reasons she hates it. That's also one of the reasons I love it because it's like, and it really drives the point home that it's not about being perfect. It's about being the best version of yourself. Um, and so, I mean, the weight loss industry really, that's a, the biggest challenge with fitness these days is that we're fitness professionals like myself that are trying to really help people with behavior change and make this long-term success. We're fighting a tough battle between our desire for our clients to get long-term success and our clients desire for instant gratification. And the weight loss industry is the shadiest industry, one of the shadiest industries there is for sure. But every day, it seems like there's another fad diet or a weight loss scam or, or something out there promoting fast results with little or no work on your part that you don't even have to change anything. And that, that's just with like anything that you really want in life is there's no shortcut. You have to put it into work and you have to find out the what you can do to make to get your best results and become the best version of yourself and so not comparing yourself to other people um is a hard part of that especially with uh social media and um like i just said instant gratification um 
just if you go through the, gro- at the checkout line at the grocery store when you're ready, if you're in a line and you take five seconds to look at the magazines on the side, what's going to pop out to you are all the weight loss ads of fast results with little or no work or not changing what you eat or anything. Um, but uh, what I think the, the biggest thing that I have people do um, is just know that, that everybody is different. Um, and so, and everybody's workout is different. And so I, ha- I have people that have all kinds of different workouts. I have people that do, that are focusing on getting stronger. I have people that are focused on just moving and feeling better without pain. I have people that are focused on weight loss. Um, and so that's, everyone has their own starting point and it should be just about getting better. And so just progressing every exercise can get a lot easier. It can get a lot harder. And so it's finding out where you start and just trying to get better every day. And that's, I feel like that's really part of just making this a long-term thing in your life. Yeah. It's, um, you know, that, that piece right there, it it comes, it's part of that, what I, the concept of self-dominion, right. And and recognizing that those that you surround yourself with, if they're not supporting you and they don't understand your purpose of wanting to make this decision for your own health, then you probably should start looking at hanging around some other people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, all good intentions aside, getting that from people that are close to you just just makes the challenge the, the the your ability to sustain that and not fall into a pattern of despair and oh I skipped today right and and now one day becomes two skip days and now it becomes three and because it creates a story in your mind that you're not good enough or yeah. you're not going to get there or or any of that so. This is not just about you setting the mindset, but it's about you paying attention to who you're surrounding yourself with and choosing what programs, what stories, what input, what feedback that you allow into your mind. And if any of it attacks what you know to be best for yourself, it's inviting you to take a hard look at the people that you're hanging around because they, at that point, they are toxic. Um, yeah. So this, this is... This this kind of stuff is um, can go so deep because it it, it it plays on the psychology, it plays on the the bio, you know, our biodiversity of who we are, our makeup. I, I get it. I, I'm a big dude, and I've been through every regiment there is. My favorite time on the planet was other than being away from my family in 2012 was when I was in Afghanistan. And in 2006, when I was in Iraq for a year, you know why? Why? Because all I could do was work out. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing I, I hated being away from my family when I was in in 2012, but I was able to work out five hours a day. Mm. Right. Because I'm in a war zone. What else are you going to do? Right. I got my job. Can't watch TV. You know, TV, if you have a movie, great. But you spend your time in the gym, you know, 2000, 2006, I went from 33% body fat down to 11% body fat because I was working out five, six hours a day. Yeah. Got back to the real world. Guess what? Not sustainable. Yeah. Didn't, it didn't fit in your life when you're, when your life changed, when you came back. Exactly. And I, I love the fact that you bring that up and find a place where it fits and make it, you know, Focus on that. If it's important to you, you, you'll make it. You'll make it fit. The big thing is, it's okay to come down with a routine, knowing that on Monday at this time you do this, on Tuesday at this time you do this. It's okay. Find the time, make it fit. This is 
this is extremely important for those, especially now with everything going on and the uncertainty in the world, it's really easy to take a look at your fitness and push it to the side because you've got other things to worry about. Mm. Right. Uh, and I love the fact that working out can allow you to work through some of the other areas that you're worrying about in your life. Right. It's a great place to free up your mind space. Yeah. I think uh, COVID has definitely lifted the rock on um, how important it is, not just for um, vanity and how we look, but how important exercise and nutrition is for our mental health and for uh, dealing with anxiety and dealing with stress and, and uh, dealing with uh, our mood swings, uh, but uh, taking care of yourself, how important it is um, when we're dealing with more stress. And so I think uh, that's something that a lot of people are finding out or that they didn't realize before, um, before COVID and before uh, our homestays and quarantines. Yeah, absolutely. Chad, Chad, thank you so much for being on the show today. Where can people go find more information about you? Uh, makefitnessapriority.com. I have uh, a lot of resources. I have three books. I have uh, one that's about overcoming your excuses. It's kind of your first fitness guidebook. I have a six-week workbook that's designed to be the first six weeks of fitness being a priority in your life. And so it's not, it's not like a hard six-week workout program where we're trying to get you the most results possible in six weeks. It's six weeks to help you figure out how fitness fits in your life like we talked about today. And so if you're and I have another book that is uh, one we just published, that's about 30 tips. And so it's with the idea that when you're trying to make changes, if you try to do too much at once, you end up changing nothing. And so it's a tip. It's a tip book, basically 30 of our favorite tips we had in the last year. And the idea is to take one at a time and try and incorporate it in your life. But all those are available at makefitnessapriority.com on my website. Uh, I have resources of the three books and I have a workout programs online and everything too. And you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram under make fitness a priority. If you just want another motivational Avenue to go to. Fantastic folks. I don't know. I don't know about you, but if you've been listening to this conversation, Chad's probably one of the most down to earth personal trainers that I've ever talked with. Cause most of them that I've had conversations with are all about the ego. They're all about getting the client. They're all about, I don't feel that, or I don't sense that from you at all. I sense that you are here for a purpose and you got your, you got a mission and you're, you're, you're walking that path regardless. And, and Chad, I honor you for that because that takes courage, especially in the industry that you're in. I don't envy you because that is a battle that, well, honestly, with everything, the way everything's going, you're going to be thriving because everybody's starting to see how ugly that is. And I appreciate your transparency and all of that. Oh, thank you. Good stuff, folks. Go check out Chad's stuff. Go check out his site. Go get one of his books. I'm actually going to dive in and get one of those books myself um, because where I'm at in my own journey with fitness right now and uh, go out there, make time, make it fit, make it important and eliminate all the other toxicity in your life that's distracting you from what's important. Chad, thanks for coming on the show. Till next time, take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.